You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. When it comes to entertainment in Los Angeles, one production company has it on lock. Young Baca Productions. From a bi-monthly show at the airliner in Los Angeles, to the many shows, to the B-Side Forum, to the State of Battle Rap on the B-SideChannel.com, Young Baca Productions are putting together the dopest entertainment in Los Angeles, California, and beyond. Check them out on Wait the Flock Up Send You, YoungBacaProductions.com. Never, never had an energy drink in my entire life. You've heard it here on Wake the Flock Up. Cici the Mamacita has never had an Exclusive. energy drink. Exclusive. Nobody knows that. Don't tell the monster people because they were over here like, hey, yo, you guys want to do it? I'm like, all right, take, take it easy. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714. A very special edition. Once again, we're live at Rhinefest doing what we do. We got my man, Sector 3 from Save the Hip Hop Culture. You know, is my, my partner in crime. And we're sitting down with the first guest of the night, Cece the Mamacita. Hey. Who I've tortured long enough for you to be like, all right, Constable, you know what? Wait, you got to wake the flock up. Come on. You, you, you got to wake know. the flock up. You've been sleeping. No, 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 no. I've been hustling. See, there's you a know difference. What? I've been hustling. That is true. You went from, well, from what I've known, right? Okay. You, you had the, the daytime show. Right? Yes. And then they, your hours were increased. Yeah, well, you know what? Right? Yeah, well, yeah, I was doing from ten to three. I'm still doing middays at nine three five K day from ten to three, and then for a while I was doing the night show. It was just kind of to we were back selling Crush Groove, so yeah. you know I was just helping out there. But I'm doing a lot right now. I am. Um, I just uh, signed a deal with uh, Empire. I'm doing all the recaps for all their uh, national digital. So I'm doing Empire, Empire yes, Taraji, what? Empire, you know, Fox 11. Yes. Nice. Yes. I'm okay. doing all the recaps for them. So um, I will, you know, you guys will see me. You guys can go ahead and follow me on my Instagram at Cecilia the Mamacita. And uh, also, too, you know, I'm doing something with Dr. Oz in the next four months. So, yeah, I'll be working with Dr. Oz. I'm excited about that. I can only hope to be a guest, to be, like, <laughs> one of the people on the, like, oh, this man, you know, you know, crabs or whatever. All Yo, listen, my, my work <laughs> with Dr. Oz is we're getting healthy, so uh, <laughs> we're doing some type of healthy. No, uh, that's yes, so dope. Yes, down in 28 They're days. They're going to pay you to lose it. weight. Huh? They're paying you to lose weight. They're basically. paying me to lose some weight. I love it. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm like, a... I wish somebody would pay me to eat, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell me how it started for you, CZ. Like, when when did you get an interest in radio, and you how know, did you work your way into um, it? Um, well, I've been in radio for 14 years. I have, um, but I started in television. I started in a, uh, it was more like an MTV for Latinos. It was called LATV at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was doing a show called the LATV Breakdown and someone saw me um, doing television representing the IE and I got offered a job to work at Wild 96 and that's where my whole transition into radio came. Fast forward 14 years later, I'm here at KD in LA. So I worked my way, but I started in Riverside. I did that for four years. I went to Vegas. I did, um, um, like I, I just like man so many shifts at Wild 96 I did morning show I did overnights I did middays and then um, going to Vegas I did the night show I was number one in Vegas 
Um, and then I was top three in the whole United States. Ooh, yeah, okay. so I've been in radio for a long time, and then that's when I came back to L.A., and I came to K-Day, and uh, I got discovered when I went to Latino uh, with Jennifer Lopez, and I started working with Jennifer Lopez, yeah. doing the collective, and I was there for a while, and l- learning from J-Lo, and just like like seeing how she treats her people, like uh-huh. that's one thing like I'll always cherish, is that she showed me w- what I need to demand as a talent and how I should be treated. So it, it took me to a whole nother level and me and Yesi Ortiz from Power 106 were writing a book. So it's been a while, but yo, it's writing a book takes a long ass time. I Can bet. I cuss on here? Yes, absolutely. It takes a long fucking time. <laughs> let me just tell you, it really does. So we're still in the midst of writing our book. Yeah. And um, I'm voicing uh, for an animation series called Hey Vato. I play a chola from East LA named uh-huh. Angie. Yeah. I'm doing a lot, man. I'm That's doing what's a lot. Up, as you should. Still yeah. messing around so in the radio music industry. The, the one thing that I really um, admire about you is that you're someone that I can look up to. So I started doing the podcast. Right. I was an MC. I'm still an MC. I'm doing my thing. But then I said, you know what? The, the interviews, the hip-hop in-depth interviews just aren't there. And I want to provide an outlet. So I started interviewing the homies, just like you would start anything else. You interview me, and then I'm going to interview you, and then we're going to... And then the scene picked it up, and everyone was like, yo, I want this type of interview. Let's do this. Let's do that. So uh, we've been really blessed with all the artists that we've managed to get. So that really opened up a lot of other doors for me. And now I'm going to be working with iHeartRadio. and they're oh, gonna I give love me my, it. They're going to give me my own show. So the one thing that I started doing now is listening to you guys. Because oh. at first, I love K-Day. Right? K-Day, I'll say it here now. Besides uh, talk radio, it's yeah. the only other station that I'll allow in my car. Because we keep it G. You already you, know. I just, I just love it. And yeah. so I'm picking up uh, your traits, so like what you're doing and how you're saying it. And like your energy is always up. Um, yeah. No matter always what. Upbeat. You know, and you never let whatever opinion you may have about the next track affect your presence on this thing our our thing as radio personalities is the one thing that everybody knows in radio and the one thing that they should know in radio is that music comes first everybody is there because of the music so and through the music that's when our listeners learn to fall in love with us they fall in love with us through the music so it's really about the music and it's really about you know giving back to the community and it's so funny because people are like yo you gotta you guys have that upbeat energy but you have to understand there's so much mess in the world that people go to radio, they want to escape from their life. They just want to feel good. They, they want to laugh. You know what I mean? They, everybody's going through some shit. Everybody's dealing with some BS in their life. So when they put on the radio, they're not trying to hear us and our drama. You know what I mean? So we keep it really upbeat and, you know, we're very, you know, energetic. And it's in radio, you got to talk really, really fast. It's crazy. Yeah. How much then let me ask you a, kind of a personal question. Go ahead. How much cussing do you do the minute you step out of the booth? Because you can't cuss for those hours. Yeah, you know what? For five hours a day, <laughs> I'm strictly PG and yeah, I don't cuss and yeah. I'm really good about it. Yeah. Like I never slip. So are you just dropping like F-bombs the minute you step out of the when booth? I, yes, I'm like a sailor. It is the craziest <laughs> thing, but I'm yeah. so trained. Yeah. Like as soon as I get out, I can sit there and I'm cussing. Yeah, and, but yeah. as soon as I jump on. Yeah. You'll never the hear it. The mics are hot. Oh, boom. Then yeah. now, now it's radio season. Now, I've done it on air by accident before. It's happened at my first station. Uh-huh. And I cussed on air. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. But it only happened once. And I made sure it never happened was again. Was it a big bad word? Was it? A yes, I said motherfucker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, well, look. That, that's a little weird because that's a long cuss word. Like, you you didn't stop yourself in the middle you know of what motherfucker. It was? It's a true like, story. I was hosting a club the night before. I was still amped up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I was lit still. Yeah. And I was like, wow, 96 went up in this motherfucker. And I'm like, what the hell did I 
happened. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Happened. But my PD was super cool and was like, "Yo, if we don't get fined, we're good." Yeah, and we didn't. You know, okay, but good. Yeah, but I. I so do, now they're gonna I go back like on the sailor. record and they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna get you now. Yeah, they're gonna but, go back and hear you. But I really do keep it clean when I'm on the radio. Yeah. and I understand yeah. that. Um. So. Th- um, did you ever have a trajectory plan or was it always like, okay, whatever comes, let's, let's just take the opportunities as they go? No, or I did you say I one day I want to have a radio show? Absolutely not. Okay. I um, I wanted to be a writer. I actually went to college to write. And yeah. I actually, my first job in the entertainment industry was writing for a magazine. Yeah. So I went to school for journalism. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to write. That's why, you know, now I'm writing this book with Yessie. It's like one of my dreams to, to write my first uh, my first book. But I wanted to be a writer. And then from there, it just kind of evolved. And then one day, I saw all this talent. And I was like, yo, I'm more talented than these people. Not to put anybody on blast. But I was like, I know I could do this. So I went to television. I worked. I started working at LATV, and I was like, "Okay, cool. I'm gonna work into tele. I'm gonna work in television." And then radio called me. And at first, I didn't like radio. I hated it. I like my third week, I actually re- resigned. And Chris Lowe's, who's at Q1047 yeah, yeah. right now, I he was my PD at the time, and I was like, I'm, "I'm gonna quit. I don't like it. I'm gonna go to television. Radio's not my thing." And he's like, "No, hold up. Give me six months." And if you feel the same way, then you can quit. Six months later, I loved it. I fell in love with it. And 14 years now, like, I'm in the radio. I, it's my passion. It's Tell crazy. Tell me, uh, what did you not like about radio? What was it that was kind of You know what? You when, when you're in television, it's easy for you to relate to the audience just through, like, your facial expressions. But I had to realize, like, through radio, it's different. You have to play with your tones. You got to play with your energy. You got to be extra upbeat. So it was a little hard for me to transition in the beginning. But it's fine now. Yeah, now it's you, like second nature. You got it down. I got it down. You got it. Down. That's a beautiful thing. So now you're doing here. And how did you get involved with Winefest? Well, Scooby works at 93.5 K-Day. Ah, so okay. Scooby works at K-Day. You see the girls work at the media. They work yeah. at K-Day. Showtime works at K-Day. Everybody works at K-Day. Yeah. But what it is is that I think that we're just a family at the station. And yeah. it's a true. This is my fifth radio station I've been working at. Okay. Yeah. So I've worked with a, quite a few different stations. And, and that's why I know a lot of people. But... This is the first station that we're actually like family and we ride for each other. So even though I'm a radio personality and I normally cover the red carpets, like for Scooby, I'm helping him work the red uh, work the media room. I've, I've been in media for such a long time. I've done red carpets. This is what I do for a living. So I'm like, listen, I'll help you out. It's just family. You know what I mean? You just pitch in. So the, the fact that the IKDA is so invested into Ride Fest really says a lot. Like the quality of artists and the quality of shows that Rhymes has put on. That's why the minute that that I saw it happen, I was like, this is going to go somewhere. And not even that, but it's also to the quality of like family. Like we all work together. So yeah. it's just pitching in. You know yeah. what I mean? There's no egos here. Everybody's like, listen, like, yeah, we all work at K-Day. Showtime is a mixed show coordinator. I'm on air. But at the end of the day, we all play a different position here because of Scooby and because it's family. And, and we decide, you know what I mean? We're going to help each other out. Yeah. And, and it's what radio you're supposed to do. Being such a like a male dominated kind of thing do you see yourself i stand out boo boo what you, you talking do right about? i am well, the queen that's the that's the beauty part right because mm-hmm. you, you you're you're rising up to be this this one presence of like show first of all hard work and determination and second skills and ability to do it and hang with the big boys and yeah. do your thing and do that kind of stuff oh right? yeah i mean for for a long time it's, it's so crazy because i mean i'm in the hip-hop in game so it's like it's really male dominated so sometimes i have a little bit of traits like i get those guy traits once in a yeah. while and everybody's like i'm a little tomboyish but but I, I'm around guys all day long. Yeah, so you pick up on it. 
I do, I yeah. do, but it's it's cool. You know what? I love the fact that I'm very well respected in this game. Yeah. I'm very about, and I think everybody who does know me knows that I'm passionate about what I do, and I worked my way up. So yeah. I'm very respected among my peers because I didn't get that, you know, I didn't just go sh straight up right, to the top. Right. I put in work. I've gotten yeah. dirty. I've had to sit there and put in those hours, and yeah. people have seen me. I don't know. Like, it, it, it's just a grind for me, and right. it's just really about the work, and it's not about just you know coming in and being cute i you know i see the girls sometimes and they're just cute and it's just like no you gotta do the work i'm very right. passionate about the work yeah i fuck with everybody as long yeah. as you work as you as it should be yeah as it should be. let me ask you something before we close down the interview when big boy left right when that transition that that thing happened what were your thoughts were you like in panic mode or were you like opportunities no never as a matter of fact it's so funny because everybody had said at one point too like yo cc you should be at the real you should go to the real right. but i'm good like you don't understand i'm at a station that i really genuinely love the music nice. i'm at a station where right. i genuinely truly love the artist right, right like i'm in you know i don't know like i'm in a position right now where I'm at my favorite radio station. I grew up here. I'm from, you know, L.A., the West Coast. I'm doing radio in my own backyard. Like, how blessed am I? I don't want to go anywhere else. Like, I'm good. I am exactly where I am supposed to be at at this moment. And there's something beautiful about working for something or with something that you love. I I, I did, I produced a, a, a stay-at-home mom uh, show. I, 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 what do I know about like, staying home? So, stay so, mom show, but okay. <laughs> for an hour, I was just like pushing blinds, coming in, coming out, giving her a, and no zero interest in the in the subject, right? So, but so being involved around music that you like and, and people that you like, that's got to be going to work that much easier, kind of yeah. thing, right? So, um, so now we're here again. We're at Rhymefest. Cici da Mamacito will be holding down all night. Yes, I'm going to be here all night. I'm going to be working this media room. I'm going to yeah. be doing it big. De La yeah. Soul's performing. I'm excited about it. I'm super excited. And, you know, I just really want, you know, everybody listening right now, I really want, you know, you guys to understand if you're going to be in this game and whatever you're doing, whether it's radio, television, producing, like, let it be passionate about it. Just be passionate about what you're going to do and let your work speak for itself. Like, my work speaks for itself. I'm genuinely a about my work I'm genuinely about my work ethic I'm genuinely you know about you know what I'm doing everything I do I'm passionate about it and I'm all about moving forward you know you're, you're definitely proven you're an inspiration to me thank Seeing you a Latino person be able to reach up to the radio things which uh, allows me to say oh she can do it I can do it. oh yeah absolutely they can do it I can do it. not I see somebody it, doing it's it crazy because you know? people think that it's like it's it you got to jump through all the hoops it's the most simplest thing do the work. work that's it right do the work yeah. and everything will fall into place do the work don't get in your own way i think no. people get in their own way because they're scared of it and stuff so they'll oh no they'll get too drunk or they get too high and that's an excuse right well, away to here's not the thing do too, the like, thing like yeah i don't drink yeah and if you ever see me at the events i'm completely sober like when i'm at an event i'm you don't even drink energy drinks so there you go. I, I don't drink energy drinks. I know, I know you're completely... Yeah, I don't drink <laughs> at all. I stay focused. Yeah. But that's the thing, too. You never want to be, especially when you're a figure and you're, you're a public figure, you never want to look sloppy. Yeah. And I always yeah. want to be in control of everything that I'm doing. Now, don't say that I don't know how to get down. There's a time and place for everything. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But let your work be your work. Right, right. And that's why, too, you've never seen me sloppy. Mm -hmm. You've never seen me fall down. I've never been that girl. Right. I'm always the one that wants to be in control because I am genuinely really want to get ahead. 
and yeah. I want to move forward. You yeah. know what I mean? But at the same time, I also know how to balance. Everybody listening, learn how to balance that too. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just be about like, oh, I got to work, 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 work. Say, take some time out and focus around the people around you. Breathe a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Learn to, to, to digest that and to really like take in your opportunities, take in your blessings, then move forward again. I always say that. You always need a day or two off a week. Oh, absolutely. You do. Absolutely. At least one. To breathe, right? To breathe, to get your mind right. <laughs> yeah. Because more important, we are more important than right, anything. Right. Yeah. Let me ask you this, though. And we'll finalize We'll finalize the interview. What would make Cece say, I've made it? What would make you say that? What would it need to happen? Think, what would need to be occurring? I don't think because I think that I'm so ambitious, even yeah. though, like, there's been a, when I was sitting at Jennifer Lopez's house, I yeah. was with my best friend, Yessi Ortiz. We're sitting there and I'm looking at her and I got really emotional. And she said, What? I said, Girl, look where we're at. Yeah. Like, me and Yessi have been best friends for 10 years. We've hustled together. We've grind. I'm like, We're sitting at Jennifer Lopez's house having a barbecue eating. At that moment, you would think that we made it. And I felt like I made it for a split second, but then other ideas came in my head. And I'm like, Yo, I want to get it. Yeah. I feel like I made it sometimes. But I want to get it when my mom's my mom's satisfied, my mom's taken care of, then I'm gonna be okay. So when you're on the New York top bestseller for your book, yes. you're gonna be like, let's do another book. And let's do another let's one. Make it into a movie. I haven't made it yet. I gotta make it into a movie. You always try to hustle. We never yeah. very ever satisfied. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. That's yeah. I wish you the best. Thank you. I uh, appreciate it. Please keep doing what you're doing. It's an Thank inspiration you. to people like me that are trying hey, to do yo, the thing. I hold it down. I hold it down yeah. for the raza. Yeah. I'm telling you all day, every day. Like, so when and where can they hear you? Tell them again. You guys can follow me on my Instagram at Cecilia the Mamacita. Make sure you're listening at K Day uh, 935 K Day. You can get the TuneIn app. I'm on air from 10 to 3, and you guys will see me in and out. Like I'm doing the recaps for Empire, and I'm gonna start doing the recaps for Shades of Blue for Jennifer Lopez for season two. Damn. So yeah, so I'm doing. Up, and I do it on my own. Yep. I, that's the most important thing. I do it on my own. Yeah, man. I'm just like, I'm so tired right now. I'm just yeah. spaced out from Crush Groove, <laughs> Ryan Fest. No, but I'm, I'm telling sure, everybody, sure. like, yeah, you yeah. guys could definitely re reach me. Do I'm always doing something. Yeah. I'm always hustling. Right, right. So, Cece, thank you for your time. I appreciate thank you. Finally got able wake to get the, the flock up. Wake I love your guys' name, by the way. Thank you. Because I want to say, wake the fuck up. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? It, when it, I say it, it. It's me letting people know, wake the fuck up, bro. Yeah, but wake the flock up. But in a friendly kind of way. That way, it don't No, you're friendly. Absolutely. Cece, thank you so much Thank your time. You. So we're here again at Ryan Fest. CC's holding it down. We got my man Sector 3 with yes. us. Who are Same you excited to interview? I, I, I'm going to try to get everyone. I mean, we, we worked at an interview with uh, with Delasso. Yeah. But so we, we, it's they got confirmation and then it wasn't confirmed. And it was like, but we got to do this. We got to do this. So we're hoping to just get as many people and artists as possible. Yeah. You know, so oh, and before we go, I just want everybody keep Tumex in your prayers, please. Absolutely. Please uh, yeah. keep Tumex in your prayers. Absolutely. You know, that's a friend of mine and... Yo, man, diabetes is crazy, especially among the Latino culture. So yeah, yeah. he's in my prayers, and everybody, he should be in your prayers. He's a good guy. Yeah, so much love to to Tumex. I'm sure Alex will be fine. He'll, yes. He'll get over everything. I'm going to light a candle. You know us Mexicans. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you have a good night. Thank you, you so Thank much. You, yes, enjoy it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So, again, we're here at Rhymefest Live. We got Sector 3 with us. Stick to We're going to catch a bunch of other interviews. So uh, this is Cosmo signing out. We'll catch you guys. Hip-hop sucks, sucks, sucks. I got concept that on record. And hip-hop. Huh? This, this interview is over, concept sir. Concept and hip-hop suck, suck, but Young Baka is the shit. Nah. But concept sucks. Nah. Blocka, blocka. <laughs> I got nothing else, dog. Welcome back. We're here at Rhyme Fest in the very exclusive, super exclusive yeah. media area. You know what I'm saying? Exclusive. We mingling with the, with the talent. It's, it's exclusive. 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 So we're here with 
Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what was what, what was what was your name? What's this guy's uh, name? I apologize. Indigenous. Oh, that's right. Yeah. DJ Indigenous is here, and of Man, course, Cookbook is here, and then we got Rabbit wandering around, yeah, just Rabbit. interrupting interviews because that's that's how they get down on the B side. Yeah, you just got off stage. We did. How, okay, first let me know how uh, you hooked up with Cook. How did that happen? Um, me and Cookbook linked through a mutual friend, uh, a guy by the name of LD on the cut. Uh, DJ for Sublime with Rome. Shout out to LD. So yeah, shout out Big to him. Big shout man. out to him. Um, it's the man. Uh, obviously, uh, they they were they, Cookbook was looking for LD to you sure. know to DJ, yeah, but sure. LD happened to be a busy guy. And man, me and uh, me and LD are pretty pretty close friends and shit. So he was like, "Yo, Cookbook's looking for a DJ." I told him to holler at you. And uh, yeah, here we are. Here but let's talk about let's talk later, about right? let's talk about DJs that get busy. Oh yeah. Holy DJ's shit, indigenous! Busy. You're a beast, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. Talk about Rascass, yes, right? Sir. And basically anybody that comes through that wants a decent DJ, they come to Indigenous. Unfortunately, man, yeah. I'm blessed to to have that type of reputation and to have built it that way. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, thank you. Thank you so much. So, uh, how? When did it start developing to where you knew that this is what you were the path you were walking? Like, when Honestly, did you know that this is what you wanted from, to do? From the second that I that I got my turntables, like that was it, man. I was hooked. Like it, that was there was nothing else besides that. There was, I, I early on I knew that I was making a life choice. Yeah, you know, and there wasn't gonna be any, there wasn't gonna be any point of return from there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. What What made you get the turntables in the first place, though? Um, a conversation with my dad. A conversation with my dad asking me what I was gonna do with my life. Oh, okay. And me answering like, "Yo, like I like music." Yeah. And he was like, "Man, you ain't like music. Like you don't even play no instruments or nothing." Yeah. You know. And that was kind of like, "Well, fuck, man. You just pulled my car. What the fuck am I gonna put say you on to the spot?" That? Yeah, exactly. Because he wasn't lying. No, right? he wasn't lying. Right, you know? right. So that that was what kind of was like, "Yo, man. Well, I like this hip hop shit. I, I, um, eventually, I want to do some producing or whatever." So let's go with these turntables, and and that's really what drew your attention to it. Yeah, man, I've, I, the scratching has always been something that stood out to me. Like tracks like "Boys in the Hood" remix, uh, "Run DMC," which my dad would bump. Like I, little did I know, like my dad was like semi hip hop head, even though he likes classic rock and yeah. you know all this other shit. He just likes music that you know that has rhythm and you know movement and whatnot he's if he likes if he likes it then he's with it and a, a lot a lot of these songs he would play man on, on the way to the beach and stuff like that man let me ask you when did you okay luckily i've been really re, we've been really blessed with the artists that we're able to sit down with and do like i literally have a wish list that i have people cross their names off of yeah i, I seen it i seen it on, on the instagram or facebook dude and it's 100 percent true the day we started the show i created it and now I, you know and then i've only you've added got a lot names. crossed out you've got a good 15 amount. well that's still a lot man that's a good amount a lot yeah, of those yeah. aren't uh people who you would consider that are very reachable at all times you to know me hip-hop royalty bro like dj revolution oh man Ras Cass, oh. you know what I'm saying? Master Ace, Cookbook, yeah. like just, yeah, <laughs> just like just like yeah. names and people that I've grew up legends, listening man. to. That, legends, to me, bro. and they still are. So I'm still very excited. But tell me about someone that you were like, oh shit! Like you get to meet this person, I get to shake this hand. Like, or is um, everyone just like, look, yeah, that's no, cool, it's no, cool. No, 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 man. Honestly, like, like I always, I, 
always there's always a part of me that's excited because yeah. regardless of, of what um, status of my I may be in, I'm always gonna be a fan, man. I'm always gonna be a fan of hip hop. As you should be, man. You Absolutely. Know, I'm, I'm always gonna have that like, oh shit. Like for instance tonight, man, I'm opening for Daylight Soap and I'm DJing for Cookbook. Ooh. Like this is this is my life, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um but definitely like meeting DJ Revolution, meeting DJ Z Trip, a lot uh meeting DJ Babu and, and having Babu give me props on my set. Like all these these DJs that I've met were pretty surreal moments because they helped mold what I've become or tried to become. Is there who are you looking forward to working with next? Like who are you excited to maybe meet or do you have anything lined up that honestly out of out of the rate that things have been happening, I'm I'm just excited to see what's to come, period. I don't know who it may be with or what, what it may be not. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm very very blessed to to have the opportunities and be around the talented people that I am right now. But you do see it happening. Like you, you, you recognizing it, you're I, living I, in the I moment. Like, I like to be able to look back to when I started and I didn't know shit. Yeah. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. I didn't know a goddamn thing. Yeah. Dude. I learned yeah. everything on my own. Like even this DJing shit, like nobody taught me. Nobody fucking said, Hey, this is how you scratch or this is how you do this. Like, nah, man. Like I picked that all up in myself, fucking watching videos and shit like that you know, or it, going to shows it is it is a certain, like a line you gotta walk because you you do gotta present yourself with someone who has accomplished things like a deed you've done your thing so you gotta walk into a room and be that dude because you, you earned it right but in the inside you're still very childish like oh shit like, dude, me chilling. I'm, dude, I'm chilling. I got media passes. I was like over the fucking moon. I was like, oh, this is so dope. Like, I'm so excited. But I still want to walk into the people knowing, oh, okay, there, there's Wake the Fuck Up. This yeah, is like, what that's I'm what doing, I'm saying. Know? Like, I guess it's like maintaining your composure. You I have guess. to, right? You know what I mean? While on the inside, you're just like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, man. Like I, like I said, I, st I still get stoked for this shit, even though it, it's become my norm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that's why I'm telling you, it's a, it's a big blessing, man. It's a yeah. big blessing to yeah. be able to say, that that's my normal life. That's a beautiful you know thing, dude. That's beautiful. You gotta come back for the full in-depth interview, though, Indigenous. Hey, all right, because we gotta make it happen. I think it's time, and, and I think it's been a long time coming. Yeah, for that, man. Yeah. So just let me know. Make sure you give me some time. Um, I'm, I'm with it, man. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah, man. I'm gonna hold you. To that. you Cook, it. let me let me ask you a couple questions. Talk to me, baby. You're, Talk to you're me. You're here at hey, Winefest. Hey yo, I plead the fifth. You plead the fifth. Unless you know what, unless it's hip hop, I plead the fifth. <laughs> Cook gives me a hard time every time he sees me, bro. Cause you know he, what? Because because he's like he's because he's like all right, concept. I'm gonna I'm gonna play only real hip hop because you're here, bro. <laughs> and I'm just like yo, dog. I'm just I'm what? just I'm hey, just yo, me. You're just you, bro. You're just you. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're you're here at at Ron Fest. Right? Yes, we are. Tell me how that went down. And, and Excuse me. Tell me how that went down and what it means for someone like you who's been here in the game so long to listen, be included in these. Listen, Constant, I'm gonna tell you like this, and this is real talk from my heart to you mm -hmm. on some hip hop shit. All right. And this is no joke. I feel like I'm in my second childhood, man. Word to Nas. I put this whole new cook album out, and I swear to God, I feel like a whole new cook, like a full rebirth, and like a lot of the. And not, and this is real shit. A lot of the dreams and a lot of the goals that I've set for myself are literally coming to pass right now, like before my eyes. Last weekend, me and this guy did, you know, we were on like a little mini uh, couple shows tour, if you want to call it, with, with Dilated Peoples. 
playing to sold out, sold out. Here we're now we're at Rhyme Fest. Yeah, the record's doing great. I'm getting mad press, mad love. People hit me up all around the world, bro. It feels like it's starting to feel like, like the heyday of LA Symphony days, but it's me, bro. You're solo. It's me. You know what I mean? And it feels really good. I'm not taking nothing away from my brother. Those are my brothers. Yeah. Bunch of them are in the house yeah, tonight supporting, supporting me. You know what you, I'm yeah. saying? I'm not taking nothing away, but there's something very satisfying and gratifying and stratifying. As it should be. And quadifying. Quadifying. About yeah, yeah. really being able to like build this shit back up on my own. Because really, man, like the first solo thing I ever did was in 2009. Yeah. And I thought, God, God's honest truth, I thought like, oh, man. The symphony fans are coming with me. They love me. And they do love me when I'm up there with them. When I dropped my solo stuff, I was like, ah, even if it's like one third of the fans, I'll be living good. I'm straight. Man, boy, was I surprised. You know what I mean? It was like, I get. What do you think that was attributed to? I think they like the group, but they just hip hop fans don't have patience anyway. So we spent so much time building up the group and not building up the end. Let me put it to you this way LA Symphony's blueprint was like, you know, make it a group. But when we started, our blueprint was more like Living Legends, mm. where it was a crew. We would do a crew album every once in a while, but it was always everybody's pushing the individuals. Yeah. So people knew who we, we were in the collective, but they're used to just one product, so one thing, one name. the group became an entity that, yeah. that they only recognized if everyone was there. Right. So if you, when you were trying to do your solo stuff, they were like, oh, well, well, oh that's cool. We're not yeah, sure yeah. if we like you by yourself, but we know we like you as a, exactly. as a one. Exactly. Okay. So every time I go back to do LA Symphony stuff, it's like there's this, I'm like, where you guys been? Right, right. I've been out here doing. So I had to come to terms with that, and I had to really kind of almost turn, like, turn my back on uh, the fans that I perceived that were there that weren't supporting me. I'm like, yeah. they're not supporting me anyway. They're not even here. So fuck them. So do, do you honestly think that you're you're having to start from scratch as a solo no, artist? No, not totally from scratch. Right. I mean, I, of course, uh, you know, uh, when I say cookbook of LA Symphony, right. it still means something. Yeah, yeah. And there are still people there. And I, I'm saying it halfway joking when I say fuck them because it's not... You know, I mean, there's still a lot of people that show a lot of love, and there have been people that have come with me on my solo journey, but it just wasn't what I thought. I mean, in the heyday of LA Symphony, it was a really amazing time. Yeah, I mean, no festivals doubt. like this were happening all the time. Right, you know what I mean? We'd right. go on tours and do festivals across the country, yeah. just, just like this and bigger. Right. And I'm not trying to whatever. I'm just telling you what it was. You know what I'm saying? And I was on a video. I may or may not have had a few songs on and video games. I, I am delighted to hear that, like, a lot of the people that we sent... Uh, Acrobatic, yeah, was on, on on a couple of like he can name like six of them off that he's been on. Pigeon yeah. John just outside was on yeah. one. Yeah, was, keep in mind this was also before that actually started happening a lot where you would see a lot of hip hop acts. Yeah. on soundtracks. Right. Um, I think one of the first ones probably would be like Tony Hawk or some yeah. shit. This one was the Xbox. Uh, yeah, the NBA on Xbox. It was okay. Here, I'll tell you the story. All right, let's so it. Like, we basically got signed right out of school. You know what I mean? We right. had this record deal. And so it was 2000 and 2001 or whatever, right when Xbox was actually first coming out itself. The first Xbox. And yeah. we had a great, we had an actual deal. We had a label. You know, it was like a big shit was going on. And they were the ones, they were actively looking for places to put our music. And they hooked up with Xbox. 
So those first video games are coming out already had us on it, man. So it, I, I have no idea how it happened. I cannot take any credit yeah. other than the raps I spit on those songs. Yeah. I cannot take any credit. It just happened. That's you know a beautiful I mean? thing, though. No, it is a beautiful thing, man. It was really Spe dope. Speaking of things that are happening, you, you dropped the, the album with Ev. Yeah. Right. So Ev is... First, like one of the most diverse people in hip hop, like from an MC to a graphic to a, to a producer yeah. Yeah. to a photographer. That's that's bananas, crazy dope, photographer. Right? So super talented guy. He, he's bleeds artistically. He's he's yeah. he's there. What was it? Did, was this something like that was in though? Because when I interviewed you, yeah, uh, about a year ago now, almost, you guessed it too. Remember? And I did. I, and I you want credit because I was the first one to be like first yeah, one to yeah. say it and you nailed it on the first and pick. I knew I got no, no, it because no, he goes you said premiere first no, no, I'm a premiere you know you go you know I'm doing I'm doing things you know with, with some a couple notches up and I'm a premiere you're like not that many notches up and then but, bam but, evidence but, and I'm like said it right because I'm thinking who would be the ones that would fit and not only fit but realistically be like yeah you nailed willing it. to be able to work with with, 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 with an the artist. likes of me. No, 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 no. A dirty, greasy, grimy Puerto <laughs> that Rican would, that with would, a white wow, ass face. Wow, wow. I'm that sorry. would that would lend himself to be available to an artist like that, right? Yeah. I yeah. was thinking, well, I mean, hopefully premiere. And then like, you know, I'm like, well, it oh, has man. to be Ev. It has to be Ev. And it finally came to be. It did. And it was. Uh, yeah. how did that happen? Well, I've known Ev for a long time. Right, right. And uh, Similar stories, right? Signed yeah. out of high school. Yeah, same thing. Deal, like, blah, blah, blah. So you, you might have still been related, in high school, right? actually. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, very similar. And so I met him like a long time ago. And um, then we were doing an album in 2005, right. and we hit him for production. So we did a song with him then. Yeah. And then 2010, you know, I just kind of maintained the friendship with him. Sometimes I'd go over and like, Cause I could play keys and stuff. He might yeah. have me play some keys or bass lines on some of his beats here or there. Like just so I just maintain the friendship. Yeah. Um, and then I started the EP series. Yeah. You know the one that you we were talking about last time I was on the on the show, which was first one was Repmatic, second yep. one was Blue on the production. Right. And I was like, yo, the third one, I, you know, I wanted to be Ev. So I went to him and you know I just started on, hey, this is what I want to do. And he was witty, so let's do it. And know? at this point, Ev had already uh, done a number of records, right? He already had double. Yeah, we had done uh, two or three records together, okay. I think. Yeah. yeah. And so he rapped on one and he produced one or two. I, I mean, yeah, something like and that. And it's been extremely well received. Oh, man. Right? I, that's an understatement. I mean, I can't believe the overwhelming like amount of love I've gotten for this. Let me say this. From having listened to the L.A. Symphonies, to hearing your solo thing, dude, yeah. I was super, super, not only impressed that it was like, oh, that's still cook. Like, that's still yeah. cook, but you're, you, you had, you turned up the engine on it. You're, yeah. You got one up a couple notches it's on it. It's a whole new cook. It, it, it really ah, was. the name fits. <laughs> it's not just a clever title. And you can hear the evidence influence yeah. in, in, some of the, in some of the things. The evidence that production. Yeah. Because he produced my very, vocals, very too. Much. That's the way to say it. Oh, is that, is that oh, how it yeah. went down? Okay. Yeah. So he, and that, he engineered the whole thing. Everything. He engineered. Dude. Like, yeah. we would just go in, just, like, close his studio door. Yeah. And he would, like... He never let me take beats home, ever. He told me from day one, he said, I'm not giving you a beat CD. You're not emailing you beats. You're going to come here, and either I have just made the beat or I'm going to make it with you in the room. And I would write Damn. while he's making the beats. Yeah. So sometimes I'd write like three or four different like hooks and concepts because by the time he finished the actual beat, it, it had changed so much. Like uh, the last song I did tonight is called TBH, right? Yeah. When that first started, I wrote like I was writing a girl song to whatever he had. And by the time it got done, I had written like three or four different things. And then that was the final beat. I was like, none of that is going to work for this. And I wrote some fire bars. I was like, yo, this is hot. I had like yeah. dope hooks and stuff. And I was like, 
I got to scrap all of this. Yeah. But but I never worked like that before. And it was amazing. It was like just it just this the creative the creativity and the energy that was coming out of it was something totally different. And I think it's fair to say that had it not gone as well as it did, your solo venture yeah. out, do you think it would have kind of maybe discouraged you in the in the in the way of like okay, maybe Maybe I'm not a solo artist per se or not that. Well, I never, okay, I never doubted myself as a solo artist. Matter of fact, to be honest with you, I, I and LA Symphony knows it too, I, I love being a solo artist. Right. It's, I think we all kind of do because when, when we, LA Symphony started, there was eight of us. Yeah. Then it, it went to five, yeah. but still that's five people. So everybody who, when we said, because we're not like broken up, like if we get booked for a show, we go do it. We're all homies. We put a record out at the end of 2014. You know right, what I mean? Like right, right. it's all love. But man, everybody was like, yo, it's so refreshing. Like, and so when even when we did that album in 2014, when we had the first meeting, I was like, honestly, guys, I don't want to do it. Yeah. You told me that you, <laughs> yeah. you that was going to be the last LA yeah. synth album because you're like, I'm done, bro. Like, uh, yeah. Like, just and, over and it. I loved it. I loved yeah. doing it. It was really fun. And the album is really good. But I was like, man, and I told him too, I was really honest, like a lot of the reasons why I don't want to do this are super selfish. I'm like, I love being a solo artist. I don't want to share the shine. I don't want to share the shine anymore. I'm like, I really love it. And they were like, you know, they respect my honesty. And I think everybody kind of felt that. They're like, yo, to be able to be you're one eighth of a person or one eighth, one fifth of of whatever. And then you're you get to do only you like it's there's nothing better and like, again ev can cannot can relate to that also yeah, right yeah. having been the dollar and then this and then the career going extremely well with yeah his, his weatherman right and, he, and, and i was and around when he was working on weatherman and i remember him like you know he was like man you know like this is a big deal for me you know i don't know that he was like nervous but he was definitely like yeah. thinking about it you right, know like right. man and I, I told him dude are you kidding me you're gonna do great and man out the box he dude, killed it. the yeah. weatherman uh it's one it's, Roots classic album, insanely man. Insanely good, bro. And as of Dollar Defense, again, I was surprised. Like, yo, wow, Ev yo. just went. Last, last, last week, you know, Dilated show. They do their little solo parts, yeah. man. When it comes to solo part, when Mr. Slowflow drops in, I can yeah. smoke a whole eighth with the split. I mean, yeah. the whole crowd, yeah, bananas. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Shh, I don't even smoke weed. And all of a sudden, I feel high out and of you're nowhere. Like, Woo. <laughs> I'm like, what? So what do we got next for Cookbook? You the, the album's successful. Yeah. You're doing your thing. You're push, pushing it, promoting it. Do we have something else in the works? Well, or are you going to kind of... So I thought that the, the CBEP series was just going to be a trilogy. Yeah. Um. So it would have been Retmatic, Blue, and uh, F. I'm, I, you know, I love doing them. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I've been writing a couple songs to, like, my beats lately and stuff, too. So I'm going to record them, and I don't know where those will go. But I, I'm probably gonna end up doing another, um, another of the EP series, and I'm gonna reach a little higher. That's all I'm gonna say. I have somebody specific. Can in I mind. guess? So I can get it down. Guess. I I don't think you'll guess. I I, I, I told you right. I don't uh, think you'll guess. Try fair. to guess. Oh, I don't get a hint. A? No, no hints, because I don't want anybody to really guess. But it's a hip hop hit. It's a hip hop producer, oh, obviously, time. right? And it's not premiere. No, it's not premiere. Oh, uh, I see. I want, I'm thinking like like the kind of circles that would mingle, that would kind of make sense. Uh huh. And, and but I know we're gonna poke doesn't do right anything now. for anybody else, but right. like slug. But yeah. and that would be super dope. Ant, That'd be interesting. That would be super tight. interesting. Yeah. Huh? Uh, uh, uh. That would be interesting. Did I get it? It would be. No. Well, go ahead. Hey, so we're not gonna tell you if you got it anyway. Oh, come on! Because it's so, dude, it's like negotiation time. It's not even like it's not even that. It's like we're barely kind of hey, what's up, bro? 
Okay, okay. All right, but but he's a for sure. He's a known producer. It's not like a, like a oh yeah like an MC that's producing. No 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 no. Oh, no. Yeah. Very known. Like with, with fuck, I keep taking huh? steps up. I keep taking steps up. You know what? Let's stop this conversation. Ah, this. Fuck. this interview is over. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, cookbook, indigenous. Thank you guys for sitting down with us. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, dude, I'm I'm happy Thanks, for man. both Thanks of you. I, I seen you guys working, doing your thing out there, and like two of the hardest working dudes out there. Um, Thank you, man. You deserve all, try, man. all your success and all Indigenous that is my man. He holds me down yeah. for real. Yeah. So you for heard it here. Indigenous is going to come back to the show. Full-length interview. Yo, real what? quick. What's up? I think the just the other day that we were doing the dilated show, that was like, it had been four years since me and him did our first show. Uh-huh. And to the day for that dilated show. That's what's up. You were asking about like how we hooked up and stuff like that. And uh, I, I had been using different DJs, whatever, and I, I did call LD. I was like, what up, man? I know you're balling out of control, but can you DJ for me or do you know somebody? So, oh, my man, Indigenous. So me and him started talking, like, texting and calling. Hey, what's up, bros? We're doing whatever. And I had some show coming up. And uh, it was when I, I was doing a set where I would play the piano and sing and do, like, some funny stuff with the crowd. And, and uh, so <laughs> here I am, like, uh, hey, we're trying to hook up for practice, whatever. Day of the show, we couldn't hook up, so the day of the show, I had to go practice with him that day. So I show up with a fucking piano in my hand, like this guy's like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? I roll up into this full studio with a piano, and yeah. he's like, "Yo," and uh, I go like, "I don't know if we're gonna be able to get this stuff because there's timing things, and like I had all this stuff, dude." We practiced, went to do the show that night, and this guy did everything. Pr I got it on video. To every note, every time, everything perfect, like perfect. All the piano shit. Like, it couldn't have been better. I think I made more mistakes than he did. For this guy right. was like, and after that, I was like, yo, you're yeah. my man. Yo, let's go. Oh, I need that guy. I need that guy. That's what's team. up. That's yeah, a that's beautiful what's up. thing. We've been rolling ever since, man. Yeah. And I know Razzcast, yo, you're the homie now. I know you're trying to snatch my Woo! DJ. Yo, yeah. but I got yeah. love for you, man, so yeah. I'm going to let it go. I'm okay. gonna let, plus, yeah. you're gonna, you, I don't want to battle you. For real. <laughs> Raz is a beast, man. I'm keeping it real. Razzcast, I, I love you, so man. So on Ice 2, do you have anything to do on So on Ice 2? Tell me yes. Man. Let me just tell you. No, like no, this. no, 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 oh, no. Come on, no. Like no I'm on. I'm on it. Don't I'm treat me it. like that. I'm on Solo Nice too. Okay. I'm okay. On, All right. It's actually a two-part project. Um, there's uh, intellectual property is gonna come out in June. Yeah. And then Solo Nice two due out December. Let me tell you though, man. Get ready, because this shit is fucking ready. banging. I've been ready. And that's not me trying to hype it up or yeah. anything, bro. Like that's. It's some real fucking heavy hitting that shit. Oh, can't wait, the, dude. The last album, Blasphemy, saying, was ridiculous. I told Razzy, I'm like, yo, you you've been on a roll since Blasphemy came out, dude. You've Apollo killed roll, that. Man. Apollo killed it, dude. So, it was it was super dope. So yeah, and he's Apollo's on there, and Gosh, I don't even want to give it away, but there's a lot of heavy hitters on yeah. both of them, man. Yeah, I bet. So, I bet. Shout yeah, out, man. Look out for that shit. Shout out to Two Mix. Yeah, shout out to Two Mix, man. Yeah. Get well. Yeah. Fucking, you know, we're behind you, bro, and we got mad love for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, one of the most humblest and kindest dudes I the, know. The crowd is, the crowd is oh, yeah, showing man. much respect. Yo, Brian Fizz is showing two, much two respect. Mix, so. Two Mix is the people's champ, man. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. And um, like I said, much love to that guy, man. I, yeah. I hope he fucking gets well soon. But it, you know what? It, you know, honestly speaking, it's like me and Baka were talking about. Baka tells me a lot, like, we in hip-hop, we don't, we don't go healthy, bro. We live a, a, a fucking monsters all over the place and then sugar and then food yeah. and it's a crazy thing. We don't we don't 
take that step to take care of ourselves. You Yo, know? I, I don't give a fuck what happened. Straight up, I don't care how he got it. I got so much love for Two Mex. Yeah. Fuck the dumb shit. Let's just focus on him getting well. No, I don't no care doubt. how he got here. It's all about him getting well. And Alex, man, I'm gonna come see you, bro. We're gonna kick it, man. Yeah. I got some words for you, man, because my pops went through literally the exact same thing. Yeah. Exact same leg, and yeah. I, and like in a large way, I can really understand what he's going through because I saw my dad go through it. Right. And I'm coming to the house, bro. We well, gonna yeah, kick it. It's man. not putting any fault or blame on him, but I'm just saying no, no, he could no. be a he could be the person to be like, yo, this is what it could be. You guys, he could start that that setup of people like paying attention more to their health. Like yeah. uh, Mass Ace, another one, like vegetarian and. Like, I, there's been times where he's like, yo, you know, you should, you should try drinking more water or fucking drink some more green tea or yeah. whatever. You know, I know, I know, you know, he's he's always been on that tip. And yeah. I've, I've definitely seen him fucking take care of his own health. Obviously, no doubt. He used to be a bigger dude. Yeah. You know, before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so shout out to Two Max. I'm yeah, sure he'll be fine. Man, fucking, Indigenous yeah, cookbook. Thank you for sitting out with us. Thank you. We're bro. here live at Rhyme Fest. Yeah, Rhyme Fest. That's right. Is hey, let me ask you a question. Concept. What up? Is Rhyme Fest hip hop enough for you? Um, it's not hip hop. It'll do. It'll do, he says. No, fuck yeah, Rhyme Fest is hip hop. <laughs> Dude, that's what. They got De La Soul in here. If you said anything else, I'll smack you. No, yo. Rhyme Fest this is, real is, interview is, is one over. of the is one of the few that I'll actually like go out and be like, okay, I need to fuck with them. I need to get involved on the bass yeah. ground because I wanna. I know they're doing it right. They are, man. Important, Shout you know out to saying? Scooby and the whole team. Everybody's Scooby. been showing me so much love, taking care of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm low on the totem pole. Indigenous got There's another show. He's got to go DJ. I you know. Look at him. He's already out of here. He's already. He's like, got his backpack I got, on. I got, I got two more shows. I gotta got to do. Got portable turntables. He's getting crazy. Do your thing. Cookbook, right, Indigenous. Thank you Yo. for sitting down with us. That's what's up, my man. Baca's in the house. That's right. Puerto Rico representing, baby. Hip hop culture second three is all day, every day. All day, Puerto Rico. Go to sleep. Wake up, Puerto Rico. You got a good memory? How's your memory? You got, you got a decent memory? How's what? Your memory. You, Members? Yeah, your memory. Good memory? Oh. Uh, it's cool. It'll do? If I was real faded at the time, then it'll be bad. Because, you know, we, we, you and me you and me, have done this before. My memory's horrible. Oh, then it's got to be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know where it was at? It was at. You tell me. I'll probably remember it. Hold up. Uh, oh, okay. 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 Uh, Team Backpack. Which one? The one where uh, it had uh, you, obviously. It had Jeff Turner. It had all the McCats. In LA. Not that long ago. It had Matt oh. Child and it had all the McCats. Yeah, Matt, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were outside. I and huh? I'm horrible, man. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. There's a confession right here. This here. I'm bad. My, if I'm sober, my memory's on point. You were not sober for that show? Is that what you're you, what you, you know what? Anytime I do, it, it's fucked up, man, because I've been trying to get myself together. Yeah. And I've been doing good when yeah. I'm not doing a show. But yeah. if I got to do a show, I got to get as okay. extremely faded as I can get. Yeah, um, do you remember your name? Sometimes I do. Okay, let I the don't. people know. Let them know. <laughs> Am I looking at a camera? No, no camera. Oh, this oh, is all shit. audio. It's a podcast. It's Jaron motherfucking Benson. That's beautiful. That's thing. the name. I'm gonna get you, man. You finna get a dope ass interview, bro. Oh, okay. I'm finna get you the shit, bro. You're down here at Rhymefest. Rhyme Literally Fest. down here with us. Yes. Uh, you know, with the media. What? What would it? What involvement do you have with Rhymefest, and how did that happen? Man, it was actually. I'm gonna just say this. I'm honored to be here, bro. Because I think a lot of people probably. I think. I think my 
music may mislead some people. Mm-hmm. I think because I'm from Atlanta, I'm from the South, so yeah. a lot of my shit sounds, it reflects the city. Don't right. But the sound, when I say it reflects the city, sonically it reflects the city where I'm from. So you still hear kind of, I guess what people call turn up a trap beats you'll hear that. Right. But lyrically, you'll hear like a dope-ass MC over those beats. But yeah. People don't know that I'm like the biggest fucking hip hop head in the world. Okay. I put money on it. There's nobody that was born in 1985 uh-huh. or after that can out hip hop me in any hip hop trivia. Oh. Like I'm a hip hop fucking like head. So to be here means a lot. Like the well, Grouch. Let, let me do you a favor. Eli, let me do you a favor. Daylight Soul. That's crazy that Sec- I'm here. Sector three is is this is it editor in chief of Save the Hip Hop Culture, one okay. of the biggest hip hop blogs you wanna, you on Instagram. Me? Get, get, no, you got you got to do it at least one. Do one. Come here, come here, uh, just one, Give him one. Ask him one trivia question that he must know, right? All right. I treat it. Let me let me think. Of okay. okay Before right. the end of the interview, you'll come up with one. All right. So, all right. so that's what he does. Is uh, you go to his page and he'll go on this day, Della Soul released album, blah 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 blah. Okay. And then he'll give you a little bit more of the fact, and then you know okay. date specific. It's always that's what he does for a little bit. Okay. Oh. Peace, peace. All right. All right. <clears throat> so. We know female MCs are kind of scarce in, in hip hop, right? Yes. Um, you know, you've had Salt and Pepper and all that. That considered, they're considered one of the pioneers of hip hop in terms of females. Yeah. Right? Who was the first all woman hip hop crew? Ooh, that, it, that's a tricky one, though. Not to get a deal, just the first considered the first all female hip hop crew, Wu Tang style. God damn. He got me. Oh! Hold up. Wait. Was Roxanne Shante in that group? Nope. Hold up. Damn. Okay, you know what? Let's do this. He got Fav- me. Favorite, favorite. Me. Do you have a favorite? Do me another one. Do me another one. Yeah, do, do you have an artist that's me. like your favorite? Uh, Andre 3000. Okay. Do you know any Andre facts? Any no, just give me, facts? No, give me some more obscure shit. Obscure. Oh, okay. Think of another obscure yeah. off the beat. Another, okay, yeah. you know what? We'll let your mind. Who was that? What was the answer to that? Oh goddamn! Yeah, you okay. know them. I know. I, no, okay, see. Those Mercedes lady song. This, this is this is this is what I gotta deal with. See. This is what I gotta deal with. This okay. man, and they just randomly well, throw facts me, at me. What year were you born? I was born in eighty, but I do my facts. See, I say eighty. I say eighty-five and up. Oh, okay. See. Ah. Right, so we'll do we'll do eighty-five and up. Let me think about okay. it. Okay. No, no, you can do facts in the eighties though. I've said can't nobody was born in nineteen eighty-five oh, and no. up. Right, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, but you've been very well received in, in LA and California. Yeah, Your man, music. y'all show me love. Y'all the first people to show me, like, y'all, LA showed me more love than Atlanta at one point, man. Well, why do you think that is? I think because with me, I feel like, you know what? I feel like a fucking, I feel like a child that don't know his place because the underground, underground don't fully accept me neither. Right. It seemed like they kind of like, uh, it's like every group of, 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 of fucking mute musicians, or it's like they kind of got their own, like, kind of like clickish and shit so the yeah. underground underground got they shit then you got the mainstream atlanta shit i'm not even though the beats may fucking fool you but the lyricism is yeah. is just not but they the, the lyricism may be too good for them so they don't team backpack me. has welcomed you with with open arms the team backpack right? is the motherfuckers okay i fuck with them what what is it you think about your style that drew them and that's recognized you because i mean team I Backpack, think now when it comes to cyphers and shit like that yeah. it's just straight i'm just going in i'm not trying to do melodies i'm not trying to do right 
something that can fit with this drummer and that drum. I'm just just trying to go to fuck in. And, and to be able to hang with cats like you know Passionate and Jeff yeah. and fucking Locksmith, who is yeah. a, a beast. Beast, actually, man, y'all, man, Locksmith and this dude, new dude coming out named Jordan Lucas got a track that's on my album. It's out on my SoundCloud. Yeah, called Tech in the Church. Uh huh. Fucking ridiculous. I bet it's crazy. I bet. Hell I yeah. bet. So being able to hang with them, you know what it is? You never do good in your hometown, right? That's, I think, any artist, yeah, right? That's true, except right? for Jay-Z. Well, yeah, except for Jay-Z, uh, right? Yeah, but, nah, but, but he came back, and he's like home, and he's like, it's different. It's yeah, different. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give him that. You're out here in L.A., right? Yeah. What, you're out here now? Is that where you're staying now? Or no, no, you- I'm, you, yo, bro, I'm in L.A. every month. Mm-hmm. There's not, if not every month, every other month, I'm in L.A. Is there a place, like a state you claim residency in? It used to, I'm gonna be honest with you. It used to be the Valley. I used to be always in the Valley because uh-huh. that's where Hop, uh, DJ Hopper. You really DJ Hopper, man. Because usually if I would stay in LA, I would just stay at my nigga Hopper's house. Yeah. So it'd be the Valley. Um, but now, now that um, I don't want to, I don't want to inconvenience that nigga because he got his girl and shit. So oh, okay. I don't want to be the nigga to stay yeah. with my nigga. Yeah. With him and his girl, so I just stay by the airport. But I. I literally leave the fucking airport and come out. Okay. Come out everywhere, man. The the live music element in your in your sets. Yeah. That's that's I think like again, you know what I hear a lot was like, Oh, is that a live band? Is that a live band? I hear I heard that a lot when you were when they were setting up and performing and then you come out and you come and do your thing. Yeah. Right? When did that take place and when did you decide to, that that was what you were gonna do? Because it's it's pretty much every performance you have, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With when the, did you say Yeah, when yeah. did you say this is what I'm gonna do? That's been like for a minute, man. Uh, I say, and I, you know what? I'm going to attribute that to Yellow Wolf. Because mm. I'm one of those people, because I know niggas, I see niggas steal shit from me, and they never give me the fucking props. Yeah. So I would say it to myself, if I borrow from another nigga, I got to give him the props. I think the live show, I attribute to Yellow Wolf, I attribute to Iggy Pop, and I attribute that shit to Marilyn Manson, David Bowie, a lot of rock shit, because I'm in the rock heavy. Outside of hip hop, so but Yellow Wolf was the nigga, the first nigga I seen with like a rapper who had a drummer. We used to do these shits in Atlanta before the nigga yeah. got big. It was me, Yellow Ritz, um, shit, Holly Weird, a lot of up and coming rappers back in like maybe like 2006, 2005 ish, 2005, 2006. We had this shit called Fucking Awesome, and it was like this like the weirdo. Niggas in Atlanta would get together and do our own like showcase, but it was in like this venue to where you had the punk rock kids, you had the fucking trap niggas, you had everybody would just come together, right, and just party. Yeah. So I seen Yellow Wolf. This was uh, I don't even think that nigga had his had an album out, and he had a he did a show. I think it's for I think yeah he had only album he had out then was this like, the fuck was it? God damn it. It was some shit where he took like a lot of classic rock shit and just rapped over it. He didn't have like an official album. And I saw that nigga with a drum. I was like, yo, this shit crazy. Yeah. And so literally probably like two weeks after that, I said, I'm reaching out to a drummer, which was my nigga Alien War, who uh-huh. was a crazy drummer in Atlanta, who was drumming for a lot of people. So that was, that's when I wanted to incorporate because the, the, the shit I like about rock music, man, is their live performances, punk rock from fucking like they performances is just so ill, man. It's like yeah. even Prince. I'm gonna say this too. I attribute a lot of shit to like old school '80s Prince, like the fucking Dirty Mind Prince. The when he didn't give a fuck. It's just something about just not giving a fuck and just being into your vibe. That's why I try to tell like my DJ, my DJ sometimes. And this why Kato. I'm, t- I'm I'm drunk, man. So I'm on a fucking. I'm about to be on a tangent. Okay, that's hey, why let's these do niggas it. sometimes yeah. like they don't get it. 
It's like, bro, regardless of how much shit go wrong on a stage, if the sound sounds shitty, if the crowd is not moving, fuck that. This is you. Just, like, get into, like, sort of, like, remind me when I was a kid and I was just performing in my own fucking room in the mirror by myself. Yeah. Nobody's there. So you got to do that when you're on a stage. Like, just rock like nobody's fucking there and you just into your own shit. Fuck so it. you're performing for you. I'm performing for and me. And it just happens to be a crowd. Yeah, it just happens to be a fucking crowd. And there. the crowd responds to that, right? Yeah. Because you're at ease, you're comfortable, you're yes. thing, you're delivering, like no one's there, which is the best. That's exactly. In my right? head, you I'm don't acting worry like about I'm nothing. in my fucking room. I'm acting like I'm 12 years old in my room. Yeah. Dancing and, and performing. I would listen to Corn, bro. I listen to Corn and Manson yeah. <laughs> and literally like perform they shit. Some freak on a leash shit. Yeah. Yo, yeah. before that, it was the Corn's first album, bro. Uh-huh. Like, I would listen to that shit and, like, act like I was performing it. Yeah. And, like, act like they, they were me. Let, let me ask you this. You got uh, sisters and brothers? Who? Sisters and brothers? I don't. I do have brothers and sisters, but uh-huh. we didn't grow up together. I have a cousin that uh-huh. we grew up together, raised what, what, together. What does like your family brother. say about the trajectory that you're down right now? They don't really... They don't really know, man. At one point, I think... They don't man, really know? No, I mean, my family, <laughs> I love them to death. They have no idea. They no, have no we kind of, like... <laughs> we shifted apart probably when I was 18. Yeah. I, was, I went out on my own, man, and it's like... What about moms and pops? Uh, they don't... I mean, they know, but they don't know. They don't, they don't no. know the extent, I think you're about, right? you about to be my fucking psychiatrist now, man. <laughs> I don't talk to them that much, bro. That's what's fucked up. But they got to have some idea that they you're out doing something. I, you know what? I take that back. I had my mom come to a show in Atlanta. Yeah. That uh, was the last show I did on my slow motion tour. And it was home. it was like a big pack. It was popping, What yeah. did she say about that? Was she like, holy shit, it didn't... I didn't know. I didn't realize. Or was she just like... My mom's oh, so fucking good, like good. laid back. She's yeah. like, I think she enjoyed it. And I think yeah. she... But it wasn't like... It, wasn't, it didn't blow her fucking way. I don't think... I, if, if it did, she didn't express it. Right. But, I mean, was there like... You don't think she has like a sense of like, okay, he's good. Because like you're saying, you don't talk to him very much. I don't much. think she listened. You don't... <laughs> no, I think she okay. see, but she don't like listen. Like she won't... Yeah. I don't think she like took any of my music and like really listened. Does that fuck with you at all? No, Do you kind of really. wish they would or take interest, or is it just nah, like? No, nah, I mean, it's neither here or there. I'm so used to it. Yeah, so it's that like, is not. It's not a thing. No, nah, it's not even a thing. Yeah, man. my mom. My mom still asks me like, oh, "What do you do? What is it? How?" Yeah, she still don't know what you do. She, she kind of thinks, and she goes, "What? Where can I listen to it?" Or like, right? And I'm like, "Mom, would she listen to it?" <laughs> See, let me tell you what's fucking crazy about yeah. that. I listen to music right now. Right. And I always listen to music that my mom grew up to. Uh-huh. Like, I listen to fucking Al Green. I listen to James Brown. I li- genuinely listen to it. Right. So you got to think, when she was a teenager, when she was a young adult, this was the shit she was listening to. Even from shit like Cameo, I listened to that shit and genuinely jammed to that. Yeah. So with that being said, it's weird, like, how it's a disconnect to when it comes to the older, I mean, the younger culture. They can't really... Yeah. Connect with that, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, There's right. a disconnect when she try to come back and listen to it. She might not get it or understand it, mm. but I can understand her shit when she was. I don't. I don't, I don't no, know no, if I'm I, making. Am I no, making sense? I see what, what you're saying? saying. Like you understand, but she's not really. Yeah, she don't she, get it. She yeah. doesn't pick. So, so you don't think that's what you think? That's why she's not like. Eh. Yeah, I she's just like, don't. She get oh, it. Like, she, I don't think she's like a. I don't think she get it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think some shit be too personal too. Like if she hear. I think she still look at me like a kid, so she still hears like some harsh lyrics and some shit like yeah. that. She's like, hey, you cussing too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, somebody cussing. Exactly. <laughs> That's all they hear is you cursing too much. Versus you hear the fuck I just said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just hear, She just hear the word fuck, bitch, shit, and so, it kind of turns off. So you're not doing it for them. 
You're no, doing it for you. I was doing it for me, man. You're doing it for you as a man. Yeah. Like, this is paying my bills, something that I love, something I'm really good at. Yeah. And then you're getting the response back from the audience, the fans, which just lends credibility to everything Hell else, yeah. right? Like, I can't work a regular job, man. I get fired. Yeah. I only can do what I like what, doing. Why would you think? What do you think the major reason is you would get fired from a regular job? Because I don't like it. <laughs> if it, if I'm, that's the only way I'm, I'll be successful is I'm doing what I love doing. Right. Because if I do some shit I don't like doing, I won't be interested in it. And, I, and you're just, eh. Yeah, I say, fuck it. <laughs> it's some, somehow it's going to come across that Have I don't you tried a, a regular job, though? Have oh, you? hell yeah. yeah. And, and no? And yeah. it never worked out it, for it, me, bro. Never you burned out. down the fucking place? So I ain't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, I ain't give a fuck about it. But this shit works out because yeah. I love it. So what do we got in stored in the future? What do, what do you got? For slow Motion Volume 2. Yeah. I just want to let everybody know, Slow Motion Volume 2, it was done. The only reason I hadn't put it out is because... I had to get release papers from Funk Volume. Mm. So I couldn't sign with any yeah. other distribution company yeah. or any other labels until yeah. I got released from Funk Volume. Yeah. So that takes a while yeah. with lawyers. So I know a lot of people's like, this motherfucker been saying he's going to drop it. Yeah. It's been done and I was going to drop it, but then the whole fucking, you know, Funk Volume shit, right. we all right. went out separate ways, but yeah. I was still signed to them. So Hobson has stated many times. He's cool with you. Yeah. You, that, that, he, that's my dude. Yeah. Everyone else, eh, and then, spe then now he gets specifics. Fuck that dude, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But he's always said, like, you know, that's my man. Like, yeah. Him, I'm cool with. Everybody else, I don't really fuck with. What do you think accredited you to that? What, what made that okay? I just think because I'm... Between you two when that whole thing went down. Because I got to know, and, and it's the same way with me and Dizzy and Dame. Like, I don't... I got to know them as human beings, not as a fucking, like, rapper. Right. I would call them. Like, I call all of them to this day just to, you got to think, we'd be on the road together. You're on the road with somebody for, like, shit, half a year. Right. You go get to know the real them. So we have times we sitting up talking. It's like, damn, we stuck together on this goddamn bus. So I think a lot of, I got to know them. And I it wasn't like, I'm not like a person that will draw myself from people. Like, I'm not like a recluse. I'll try to get to know a person. And so I think that's what it was. I think I got to know him on a level that wasn't just music. I got to know him on a personal level. Let me level. ask you this, because unless I'm mistaken, you are you're you were the latest edition, right? Yeah, I was the last dude. So the, so what I'm asking is, are they, is it just in their personality that they didn't want to meet? Because how, how's Dizzy and Hobson not, like, tight? It's because they spent all that time, like you're saying, time together, label mates. I like, think, one I think, would assume that they were friends, like, heavy before. No, they were, I think everybody was cool. I think with Dizzy... See, I, I got, I can kind of go back and forth with Dizzy. Me and Dizzy fucking hang out like a motherfucker. We go out, party, hit strip clubs, and drink, and we party, and we we can relate to each other on that level and relate to each other on a different level level outside of just that. Just to, I get to know him as a, I get to, you know, I got to know him as a person versus or the rapper Dizzy. I know him right. as a fucking person. Right. So I think Hobson was one of those it was a lot of damn. How can I say it, man? Dizzy had his own fucking tour bus. Yeah. And Hobson had his own tour bus. I didn't have my own tour bus. Right. It was either I can go on Dizzy's tour bus or Hobson's tour bus. Yeah. I already fuck with Dizzy. Yeah. Outside of anything else, so my first tour when I went on Funk Volume was with Dizzy. Right. So me and Dizzy already built a, a good relationship, yeah. and whenever the nigga come to Atlanta, he coming in my crib. That's that's my nigga. Same right. with Hobson, but him and Hobson, I think. I think they got to know each other. I can't even say that, man. He got to know Hop. I, 
I don't. I think it may just be some damn shit, bro. I I, I can't even say it. I right, can't but, even but, say that. I, but th- these, I'm just based on what Hobson's saying. But yeah. and not saying that you can I respond think he for feels, it. I think Hobson hurt, feels right? that way because Hobson feels like Hobson and Dizzy was cool. Yeah. So it's not like that he didn't get to know Dizzy. But it might have been that he didn't get the backup from him that he expects. So he yeah, might, I think that's like, what it was. It I is think, what it is. But then you can't hate Dizzy because Dame and Dizzy's relationship was completely different from him and Hobson. Yeah. Or yours and, and, yeah. and, and Dame. Dame really had a fucking uh, 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 Dame really believed in Dizzy Yeah So Dame really did help Dizzy out a lot it's, So I think it's like Dizzy caught in a situation where it's like Regardless what the fuck happened It's sort of like, it's sort of like me and you best friend Like me and you homies Yeah You reached out to me yeah. And we got a new, neutral homie Me and this nigga cool Yeah But you and this nigga end up falling out over some shit right. And you like Well fuck Jaren He rocked Yeah it's, Damn, it's it's so weird, man. Yeah, and, and you're like, oh well, he's cool, he's my homie. And you're yeah. like, so now I'm starting to see, feel resentment towards you because yeah. you don't feel the same way. But that, exactly, I get it, I get exactly. it. Exactly, that's what it is, man. I I always I always know, and I think if you get enough life experiences, you know that the truth is somewhere in between. Because yeah. when you hear Hobson's side, you hear the extreme side, and when you hear Dame's side, you're gonna hear that extreme side. Exactly. And would you say it's fair that it was somewhere in between, or do you really think this, it s- leaned one way more than the other? I don't. And that's why I tried to stay out of their business. I can't say Hobson was, is lying yeah. because I don't know what the fuck he sees in his paperwork or right. what his lawyers or what his accountants and whatever they whatever they're saying to him that they're seeing that he feels it is unfair. Yeah, I can't say he's a liar because I don't fucking know. I don't know that man's paperwork. Right. I don't know his legal situation. I don't know what he's dealing with. Yeah. And Dame says this. Dame has another story. So it's like I, I don't know y'all's business. Yeah. I just know y'all. On personal terms, as my homies, right? I don't know what the fuck is going on business-wise, yeah. so I can't say Hobson line and I can't say Dame line. Right? Is honestly, I only can go off of my personal experience with both of them. Hobson right. never necessarily did anything shady towards me. Dame never necessarily did anything shady towards me. And if Dame did something that I disagreed with, it was always I could call him. Right. But that might not have been him and Hobson. That might, have, might not have been the case between them two. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I okay. can't sit here and say Hop is a fucking liar, and I can't sit here and say Dame's a liar because I don't know the dynamic of their business yeah. fucking relationship. So w- when Hop left, did he take the Funk Volume name with him? Is that why Funk no, can't Funk, be around no more? Nobody wanted to. Continue I think he that? wanted to take Funk Volume, the actual name of Funk Volume, and he, continue it, but. I, I don't the legal shit, man. That's 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 a whole nother like monster, right? In it, the le, the legality. Just the I don't title know how they, it. yeah, how they structured their fucking like, you know, because when you got a business together, there's also like what do they call it? Um, how do you operate? I forget the name of the legal term of it, but it's like, how do you operate after you dismiss a label, like, yeah, or, yeah. or if you dismiss a business, how do the two people operate after that? So it's like yeah. it's. It's so it's so much legal shit and right. it's, it's ridiculous, but, man. So, so the, do you think that had any direct effect on your path, on your trajectory, or was that just something that you're proud to be part of? But let's move on. I think it's you know what I think. Yeah, I think it's just something I was just part of. Yeah. If I look at it, sometimes I feel like, damn, man, like I'm pissed off, or I feel a certain way that it ended before I got to put out this project because I feel like yeah. this project with their support, yeah, and with the structure that we had was going to probably was going to be beneficial but to everyone yeah, yeah but i don't know but now i'm just on my own so yeah. i not necessarily on my own i got my own management and, yeah. and shit like that but i'm doing something new i don't have the 
the support that I had. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, are the you crutch in a are sense. you so it's weary like, now of signing again, or do you not oh, want to sign yeah. for a I'm while? Stupid weary of signing. Really? Like, okay. I got a couple of offers on the you table. You had to have had, right? Yeah, but I'm like very skeptical because I yeah. just don't like it. It reminds me of nine to fives. Like when you work a nine to five, and then you got family to feed, you got yourself to feed, yeah. and then you go in there and you put you dedicate yourself to it, and then you go in there one day and your boss says, hey, you're fucking fired. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. Now what? I don't like that yeah. feeling of being dependent on, I don't want to, yeah. I want to know, like, I'm good. Yeah. So that's what made me say, fuck this, I need to build my own shit up so where no nigga, if, if Hobson don't want to do shit, where whoever the fuck on my team doesn't want to do anything, I'm still good because yeah. I'm operating solely. And the only myself. way you can do that is if you work hard or to your your own boss. Like yeah. you're responsible for yourself. Yeah. You're paying yourself. You're your own man like that. And with labels, that's not, that's rarely going to yeah, be well, the case, Exactly, because right? labels can shelf you if they don't feel that you got a sound that fits in with what's popular. It's, yeah. it's so much politics and shit behind all this shit, man. It's just like sometimes it makes me honestly say, man, I, I don't even want to fucking do rap. I swear to God, is yeah. it, the politics makes it so fucking like make you want to just say it fuck it. it. Yeah, hell yeah. Because even in the sense of like, I'm a little older than than the average rapper. I'm fucking what 34, man. So it's like for me, I come from a cloth to where it was like I grew up. I came in an era where it was like being a dope MC was the shit. Yeah. So it's like then it come it, the shit just changes and it's so fickle that shit doesn't matter no more. Then it's come to an era to where you got to have it. It's so much. It's Now it's the antics. Who got the fucking antics on social media? Who yeah. can build a character? It's like, it's about everything but the fucking music, man. Right, or then right. it's like, who you, you got to have a cosign for them to even fucking, you know, you got to have a strong cosign for yeah. people to really, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm drunk. No, I'm but you, shooting you, shit. You, uh, damn. <laughs> you're I'm good. Just, you're going to be good. The new project's coming out. Yeah, new you, project dope as fuck, too, can't man. Can't wait to hear it, man. I got, a, I got that project coming out, and I got another project. Like, this project is real personal. Right. I will say this to y'all. I, I do have a lot of, like, southern-sounding beats on there. Uh-huh. Get past that. Listen to what the fuck I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying some shit. And the reason why I had those beats on there is because, it, you'll see, it, it's yeah. a, I put it together. Right. And the next project is not going to sound like that. Dope. So I did it purpose. I didn't want to come out with the... The critically acclaimed sounding. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. Man. I'm just making music. Yeah, as you should. Yeah, that's how it comes Good out. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sitting down man, with us. Thank you, I man. really appreciate you. We got a beautiful uh, location that I would love to invite you to I'm, to get the in-depth full interview because people got to get to know you. The last time you were on, we got a really good response from it. And man, dude, after yeah, this one, I'm bro, sure people I'm are gonna sorry, go nuts. Like fade it right now. Yeah. Please pull that up on YouTube so I can remember it. Damn. It's a. Yeah. You know what I told myself? I'll shoot you all the info. I said, man, I'll never do an interview faded again. Well, there you go. And then I did another interview faded again. <laughs> God damn it. Here's all my info. So man. it's on the website. All right. right. It's a podcast. It's audio. You take it with you everywhere you go. All right. You know what I'm saying? We'd love to get you back on the show and get Let's a little bit of a I'm here legitimate. for a week, so holler at me, man. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm uh, here, I'm here until Mother's Day. We'll get your info off air, that stuff. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hook up with that. Yeah. Hey, Thanks. listen. Yeah. If you're, you got a lot of people to listen to this, I want everybody to call my homeboy Kato. I'm gonna give you his number and harass the shit out of him, please. <laughs> do, it do it now. It yeah, and then tweet me. Don't uh, even, and let don't me know tell him says. that I told you to call. But his name is Kato. He yeah. produced shit for me. Yeah. Um, seven seven zero seven one eight six zero eight three. 
Call him if you got a chance and just harass him. Yeah, no like, doubt. Just harass him. You can say racist <laughs> shit to him. You can just call him a piece of shit. Just whatever you can do to make him wake up in the morning and feel like shit. He was going to have a long stream of people calling him now. Trust me. That's awesome. That. Remember That's that number. Yeah. But don't thank tell you for sitting down with us. Do I really appreciate your thank time, you, dude, man. man. You're one of the realest dudes out. Thank you, man. man thank you, sir. Ron Fest. Catch Ron you guys Fest, in the next man. interview. Hell yeah. It's rare that you're at a show that you're not rocking. Somewhat. Or, or do, you, do you support a lot of shows? I, I support. I support, dog. Okay, that's what's up. As you should. I, yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't. You don't? No, fuck no. No support for shit? No, I don't support shit. No, dude, I support so much. I support so much, I only buy clothes at hip-hop shows. Like, <laughs> I only buy. I wish hip-hop I, shows sold pants. I cop the same one. At, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I only buy my shirts. And my wife's like, yo, you got to you gotta kind of buy some more. I'm like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got Namek here at Ryan Fest. What up, what up, G? Namek, uh, like I told you, we know what's going to happen is they're going to have like a national uh, list of hip-hop uh, co- contests. And they're going to just be able like your band. Like you're not allowed to uh, enter any more shows. It's <laughs> nah. not fair to everyone else. You know what? Because they don't have your experience of, of, of being in those shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Uh you tripping, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, don't say that. I'm making a living off of that, that. shit. Yeah. Nah, not even, dog. Like, I've, I've really just been, I've been kind of winning some shit lately. Yeah. Why not, why not keep entering battles if I feel like I'm doing good enough to, to win them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah, why not? Like, shout out to Ab and the Flow and Tell thing. And yeah. that really, like, branched off into something else, something else. And now I'm really trying to do more things now and... It feels good, man. Like, at the same time, like, I'm not going to take any credit away from anybody that takes me out. Like, no doubt. Like, I don't I don't win everything, homie. Yeah, like, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But, but this hip-hop shit is about that, homie. Like, right. as long as you, you got heart and get it in, get it in. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll, and we'll see what happens. Absolutely. Shout out to Hazard for taking me out at that crush group. Who would you me. say is, has been your Straight hardest like competitor to beat? So in I would any say, of I, these? I would say Hazard. He got me at crush group. Oh, Hazard lately, uh, most recently, or ever been... The hardest contestant you got up against? The hardest contestant in any Or battle. someone that you were not nervous, but you're like, oh, this fool's going to be on here? Okay. Let me, uh, it's going to be on. Like, like that. Okay, something like that. Okay, I, I would think, uh. Well, you had to step your bars up just a little bit more because you knew dude was going to be there. Yeah, okay, well, just from like paying homage wise and really knowing who was really on a bill, it, it would be like maybe like a Beyond from Acid Rain. Okay. Or cats like that. I yeah. kind of grew up listening yeah. to, you know? Yeah. When I knew that I would be competing against them, it's like, oh. Now, oh, you don't snap. have to say who, right? But is there an opposite of that? Is there like a dude you're like, come on, dog? Like, really, homie? Like, you're not going to. That, that, you know, that, that has been in the same kind of things you have been, the same kind of contest, <laughs> that you you were like, come on, son, like, get out of here, bro. You're not. Nah. There's nah. not someone you can think of like that? <laughs> I, I'm never going to doubt anybody. Okay. Because the nerdiest dude could yeah. look, he could look stupid as hell and, and, and be, be the illest MC out there, you know? Yeah, so no doubt. I'm never going to take anybody. For granted, because you never know, you know type of shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what's up. Straight up. Yeah. So you're here at Rhymefest just supporting as a hip hop head and enjoying a good show. Yes, sir. How was how was Crush Groove? Man, Crush Groove was fantastic. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't get that uh that free pass because I did not win that battle, but yeah. you know, Nami Nams found his way up in that biatch. Yeah, you did your thing. We get it in, and uh, it was a beautiful night, dog. I uh, I got up in there, and MC8 was rocking. Shout out to MC8, Compton's Most Wanted. Shout out to the Chill. 
Yeah. That's the big homie right there. This G-Funk shit will never die. Snoop uh, Dogg too, right? Snoop. S- Snoop killed it. Yeah. Personally, when I seen Warren G and Mac Ten oh. do a I Want It All, yeah. I was like, oh Damn, shit, son. son. Yeah, no doubt. Like that shit's really going down live right now. And and that cavi hit. N- nothing yeah. but the cavi hit with the dog pound uh-huh. and uh and Mac Ten. Woo! Just hearing those classics, getting two of the best artists from the West Coast together and, and hearing like classic shit that really doesn't go down all the time was right. Was classic in itself. What What do you think is the reason that the West Coast still kind of slouching on heads? Like, because the East Coast, man, you can name off new MCs coming out that are making the list, making the list, and the West Coast is kind of like Mac Ten, your Snoop's, like they're established artists. And I mean commercially, because underground, you know, we got it unlocked. But yeah. I'm talking about commercially, where it's still only like the game, and like, and like now recently, um, the Kendricks and Kendricks stuff. and cats like those. Yeah. What is it about it, you know? Man, Dr. Dre, first of all. Yeah. You talk about the game oh, in Kendrick. Easiest, that, that's, easiest that's too. Dr. Yeah, Yeah, you he know? can just fast track an MC, fast track an album out yeah, and stuff like that. like Anderson Pack. Yeah. You hear a lot about him now because he's messing with Dre, right? right? So you think because it's the... The same powerful heads are still the ones putting out, MCs putting out records that, like, new heads can't crack through? No, hell yeah, you can. No doubt you can. There's no doubt about it. You just yeah. have to find that niche and gain that fan base and start from day one, you know, and and really just keep it going, dog. Like like this underground thing now. Like I, I hate the word underground. You know, I hate that shit now. Yeah, Baca tells me the same thing. There's like certain words we gotta we gotta stop using in hip hop, like underground. What was the other one? Scene. The scene. Dope. Like I still kind of <laughs> like movement. Because yeah. it still kind of is a movement, but everybody's yeah. saying this shit. Buy my gear, it's a new movement. Yeah. Yo, buy my shit, it's a you movement. You with the movement, like, yo. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But you know, like this overall hip-hop scene in general, yeah. Wake the Flock Up, yeah. B-Side, yeah. this hip-hop thing, Rhyme Fest, this L.A. scene really is yeah. a movement, homie. Right. I'm going to say it, it's a movement. Yeah, because you, you know, know? I, look, people tell me like, okay, you know what you got to do is you got to go and go to the next time and find out who their wake the flock up is. You gotta go to their town and find out who their young baka is. And they're coming and, up. And you know what I tell them though? Like, I don't know if there's another wake the flock up, bro. I don't know if there's another young baka. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I like to think there is, but I'm not too sure there's anyone doing it like this, you know? Yeah, you guys are hitting it hard right now, dude. Much respect to y'all. Not, for not real. just me, dude. So, so like, uh, with all these outlets now building, like the B side, blah, 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 me, mm-hmm. there's all this stuff. I mean, they've become established. Right to yes. where like it's recognizable, it's understandable. You're on these shows, you're on a certain level, you're on a different show, you're on a higher or lower level, you know that kind of stuff. It takes a lot of hard work to get to that spot. It takes you, you know, missing time with your wife, missing time with the girl, missing time with your family. Yeah. You know about this, someone who's always busy, always doing those kind of things, right? What, yes, what, sir. why are we putting in so much work? And what I mean by that is like, what would make Namek say, "I made it." Say I made it. Yeah. What will make you say, oh, this is what I worked so hard for? When I'm like really, truly, honestly, financially stable enough to to own a house, I mean. A house. I would say that's when I would like, you know, and and be able to sustain it. Yeah. With a whip and everything. Like right now, we're still grinding, homie. Like I'm out here still at the folks' crib straight up. Like we got got the studio popping in the garage and we making money off of that, doing it like. Like, you know, like this MC motherfucking should yeah. be doing it, you know? Right, right, right. But at the same time, like, when I really feel like I'm I'm going to, like, the, the day that I made it is when I would be financially stable enough to own 
a four five bedroom house and just keep it cool like that, man. I ain't gotta be no Drakey Pool. I ain't gotta be no Tory Lanes. <laughs> I ain't gotta be no cat like that or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm cool with just chilling in my four bedroom pad with the pool table, a couple bomb ass little uh little breezies and uh just chilling, smoking bleezies with my peoples, man, and keeping a uh, just keeping it a hundred with myself and knowing what I gotta do to succeed, man. Yeah. So what are we doing to get there? Do we have a new album coming out? Are we working on stuff? Like, what's happening? There, there's always music coming out, just like everybody else. You yeah. know, I'm just trying to plan it strategically now and and really get uh, really get my name known where it needs to be known. You know, I'm like I'm trying not to be as accessible anymore. That's the main thing. As you should, right? I mean, like, uh, don't rock every show. Yeah. Don't be at every show. Don't be exclusive. Be yeah. that. Be wanted. Let people miss you. Let people think about you. And be, because it's like having something every day, every day, every day. You, dude, you drink this beer, you know. But then you talk about alcoholics. You drink the same beer over and over again. Eventually, you're gonna be like, eh, I'm tired of this beer. Yeah. This beer's not as good as it was the first time, or yeah. it's not as good when I have it once a week, right? No doubt. And for the hip hop head who's thinking about music that way, like, yo, you know, oh, I'm man, I heard Namek so many times already, bro. I'm over it. You don't, ne- you don't ever want to give them that, right? Exactly. And and now getting older and realizing what's really good, yeah, yeah. like, of course, I'm, I'm not really trying to do that anymore. No disrespect to anybody holding everything down, like, yeah. on the weekly, yeah. cast throwing weekly shows and stuff like that. It's right. all love. Much yeah. respect. Get your paper, homie. But as for me as an artist and what I'm really trying to do, I'm just kind of trying to chill. At the same time, support when I need to support. Right. Like, tonight, perfect night. Yeah. I, I, I need it to be out here, especially with Rhymefest. They've showed me nothing but love since the beginning so shout out to Rhymefest for that man but you know just being being on the low low a little bit more you know yeah i'm with you i got faith in you namik i appreciate I th- it man. i think you're gonna do your thing i know you're gonna do your thing you've been building with the right people you've gotten enough respect from everyone to know that all right namik's not going away and i ain't going nowhere and you're a force to fuck with you're like yo okay if you're gonna go against namik in whatever aspect he comes with it Right. And that's, I think, really what any MC would like to say about themselves. Not everyone can say it. Not everyone can be like, yo, man, people, people don't want to fuck with me, bro. Trust me. Not everyone can really be honestly say that, right? Yeah. Yeah. No one can go, my grind is this, my grind is that. No one can say it. People like you, people like Armin, people like this that are building and like growing to be like these dudes are just like mean with it. Yeah, no doubt, man. And, and with that, with all that being said, too, I feel like I'm the dude that's just like everybody else, man. Like, I'm I'm that fan, but I just, you know, like, I'm just like y'all listening right now, homies, like, straight up. I just really know what I want to do with my life. I really know what I'm going to do with my life. And it's like this hip-hop thing will never die, man. It's been my passion since day one. I, I was that, I could hear, I could hear Grouch and Eli in the background, man. I remember 10 years ago. I was bumping no more greener grasses like, oh, my God, you know, and now I'm right here. I'll probably go smoke a blunt with them after all. I don't think they smoke no more. Huh? Right? No, but, I, think they, <laughs> I think they quit. Yeah. Oh, OK, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know where I'm coming from. Little things like that, man, like just believe, believe in yourself, homies. And, you know, that, that cliche saying that anything is possible. It yeah. really is, my boy. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah. Let the people know where they can find you, find your music, do all that good stuff. Yeah, no doubt, man. On all social media, Namic 626 Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Snapchat, Namek six two six, N A M E K six two six. YouTube as well. That's what's right. 
Namik, thank yeah. you for sitting down with us. No taking doubt. Taking time out of it. You enjoying, you know, Rhymefest here out in L.A. 2016. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Concept, Young Baca. Much love, my G. Sector 3 with us. Also Sector save the hip-hop culture. Appreciate you, homie. Yep. So, we'll catch you guys in the next interview. We're not done yet. We're going to get a Della So interview if I got to sneak upstairs and make it fucking happen. Because, you know, we worked. You see, that's what bothers me, bro. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to go on a little tangent. Dude, why is it this different? Why I don't understand it. Like, you send an email out, and then you might get one right away, but you'll never get another one confirming the one you confirmed. And it's yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? Yes or no, motherfucker? It's <laughs> difficult. I don't understand that. Do you want free publicity? Eh, I don't know, man. I'll think about it. Really? Fuck you. You know what I mean? Come on. Let's get this done. Because hey, they ain't knowing yet that this is Wake the Flock. Oh, they, they, don't, don't, they will know. They will know. They will know. That's right. Oh, yeah. Thank you.